Okay, now we're starting. Okay. Okay. Caitlin. Jake. What are you doing? It's so weird to see you on the Zoom. Who let you in, bitch? Someone put us out of our misery. Honestly. Honestly, I'm drinking wine out of a mug right now. That's, that's where we are. Yeah, you know, it's just been a day. Um, it has. But we've made it through. Yeah, that's absolutely right. We're at the end. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. And now, <laughs> I don't want to... <laughs> I don't want to make you uncomfortable. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I don't want uh-huh. you to share anything you want to share. Uh-huh. But there was a bright spot in my week. Uh-huh. And it was, um, you called me. I did. To tell me a little story yeah, I, that I had did. just transpired. And <laughs> is that something you'd want to like, kind of let the listeners in on just a little i mean you don't have to tell everything yeah, but... I, can, I can get it i think it's worth just kind of revisiting yeah. since i was in absolute tears listening to you <laughs> laughing so hard that i almost fell off my couch so <laughs> i mean i was also laughing quite hard yeah um i was at the scene it's sunday night it's past <laughs> sunday and as we know i've I've recently gone through, I'm not going to call what I went through a breakup, obviously. You know, it's not like I was with someone. It's not a breakup. I And it's not even heartbreak. More you know, I would down. say, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would say I got dumped. Maybe appropriate mm-hmm. thing to say. I would say like my heart got a little smushed. You know, smushed. it's not, it's yeah. not, I don't want to make it anything more than it is. I gotcha. But I am trying to get back on the horse and move forward in my life as one last time yes and so you know i'm back on the apps and there's this man that i've been chatting with on and off for probably three years my god this goes back to my coffee shop days oh wow like we would chat um i did not know that so i do go over there with the hopes to hook up as we say Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of elements happening. He's he's in his 40s, kind of a surfer type, you know, kind of like that. And like, oh, it can be fun. And we're sitting on his balcony and we're sitting side by side because it's really tight. We can't really turn towards each other. <laughs> he offers me wine and I say yes. And he cracks open a can of wine that's kind of just sitting on the table <laughs> and pours it into two tall glasses, which is fine. That, you know, that's lukewarm can wine. Yeah, it wasn't. That's great. where we're starting. It wasn't great. And I'm thinking, no. and the room has just got a weird vibe. And I'm like, what? Where am I? You know, what am I doing? And we just start chatting, you know, and everything he's kind of saying is like making me have to do mental gymnastics, you know? <laughs> Every word that comes out of his mouth, I'm kind of thinking like, can I still be attracted to this person and have sex with the person, this person when we get there, you know, he's kind of saying a lot of wild political things. Mm. He's, you know, a lot of, not that he was like alt-right or anything, but just like one of those people who like says things to be shocking, whatever. And I'm just like, so can I still do this? Can I still do Like I've come all this way. So then you know, we're talking about my time on cruise ships and that I ported in New York for one of them. And you now comes up that he worked in or that he lived in New York for some time. 
I was treated to a 45 minute my 9-11 story. <laughs> and he, oh, it went on and on and on and on and on and on. And so I'm just like kind of looking at him like, wow, this is really happening. What do I do? How do I make this stop? Because you can't really tell because he was there. He yeah. was there. You can't really tell someone in the midst of that, like, I don't want to hear this. <laughs> you can't, you can't be like, Can you stop? Please stop. Please stop. Please and be done. Oh, so please. He goes on and he's like, and I saw the plane go through the tower, and it was just like a clean oh, hole, like looking up at a full moon in the sky. <laughs> I'm like, wow. Wow. Oh. This is crazy. Like we were in a bodega. Yeah, we were in a bodega. When we came out, there was nothing left. I was like, Jesus Christ, what is happening right now? This is crazy and it didn't stop. And then this is a man that sincerely doesn't understand social cues at all. No, 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 no. Not at all. And then he he keeps on talking and he says, You know, I've seen three plane crashes in my life. (laughs) Which and is three I, more than normal. Yeah, and I, th- my, my reaction was, what? You know, <laughs> huge. Because it was so shocking to hear. And I did have to apologize. And I was like, I'm so sorry. That was a really big reaction. Um, but you don't hear that a lot. <laughs> Not a lot of times you hear about someone saying three plane crashes. Yeah, let alone one plane crash, let alone three. You know, I came, I went there to have sex. And I understand you want to have a little time to get to know the person. I do like that. I like to get a sense of who I'm with. And thank God I did. Thank God (laughs) I did. But it was going on for some time. It was like, well, this is simply too long. Like literally talked you out of sex. He did. Yeah. He then starts telling me about the book he's writing. And it's, he's like, it's about God and sex and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, and it's dark and it's twisted and Oof. like telling me all this stuff. And then I'm starting to feel like, am I unsafe? Yeah. Because, and this is not me. I am all for BDS, BDSM and bondage and whatever. It was not that. It was like, he's like, it's so twisted and dark and weird. And he, this guy walks in and his boyfriend all tied up and on the bed, like in a, in a way that was not like fun and sexy in a way that was like, are all the closed doors downstairs people you've abducted? You know, that was the vibe. <laughs> and so, now, just a quick cue. Do you have a basement? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just curious. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's not a great feeling when you're with a stranger and you're like, hmm. And the vibe was already off. So mm-hmm. I go to the bathroom and I'm like, how do I get out of this? How do I get out of this? Like, you know, what do I do? And I go to the bathroom and I come back. And then he kind of moves closer and I'm like, okay, am I going to try this? Like, here we are. This is the moment we find ourselves in. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And so he does start to what one might call kiss me, but I don't know that's the word that we can really use because (laughs) I think to kiss you have to shut your mouth at some point 
you know, even at one point, yeah, one single point, but that's not what was happening. It was a constant open mouth, like over my face. He kept biting my chin because his mouth was open so wide, kind of like across. I just got full body chills, like a cracking tentacle of a tongue coming out, you know, like (laughs) just like licking, licking, (gasps) licking. Like it was so like I would go into, okay. Uh, for the listener, I'm an incredible kisser. <laughs> I'm, and I will just say that. And people I have ha- given you great feedback. So many people have said I'm their best kiss. And I'm not such a, but it is what it is. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm trying to do my thing. And, but when I try to go in to do my thing, I'm only getting my lips on tongue because oh his mouth God. is so open. Oh my God. It is oh. re- revolting. My God revolting that's disgusting he pulls away for a minute and he's like well you're not good at this at all like saying like wow what a great kiss we're having right now I'm like well what world are you living in because that's simply this man's unwell unwell so then I kind of pull away and I'm like what how do I do this like how do I get out because I have to leave I can't like if I couldn't do this before I absolutely can't do this now And so we had kind of been like smoking a little bit. And I was thinking back to every past experience in which, you know, sex didn't happen in my life. (laughs) (laughs) And I do, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do have a very famous story in the Jake Farrington lore um, in which I did get too high one time and hyperventilated on somebody's floor. (laughs) Well, actually, no, we did still have sex though, many hours later. (laughs) Which is. That's the sign of a true champion. Yeah. Um, And so I was like, oh, this is how I do it. I have, I'm going to pretend that I'm too high. I'm going to pretend I'm really high. Mm -hmm. And so then I like pull away. I'm like, oh, and I'm putting on a show. I'm doing the best acting of my life. (laughs) I'm like, oh, I'm really, I'm high. And he's like, yeah. I'm like, oh, I think I'm too high. You know? And I start like kind of pretending like, oh, I, I need to sit down. I need to sit down. So we go back outside. And I'm like, oh, I'm, wow, I'm so much higher. Like sometimes when I get high, I get really anxious. I'm like, this isn't enough because I have to get out of here. Immediately. Yeah, like being high is not enough to exit. So I'm thinking back to other times that I've had to shut things down. Mm -hmm. And there was a time after I had just broken up with my ex of a couple of years and I went to hook up with someone and it was not the vibe either. And I was like, I just broke up with someone. I can't do this. And so that is what I said. <laughs> and I looked him dead in the eye. And again, I just want to be clear. I'm not going through a breakup right now. There was a situation that I'm not, I'm upset about that. I am right. upset about, but that's, I don't consider that a breakup, right. but I did look him dead in the eye and I said, I have to be honest with you right now. <laughs> I want to be transparent. I want to be really, really honest with you right now. Like I just got out of, you know, I just had a breakup and I'm realizing right now that this is too soon for this. Yeah, He's like, it's not me, is it? And I'm like, no, 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 like, no, 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 like, no. This God, is no. on me. This is, this is all my shit. This is me. 
This has nothing to do with I you. I love that you told me you were like, I'm embarrassed. <laughs> yeah, like, I am embarrassed. That like, I'm this doing is this right so now. embarrassing. I'm like, I know this is not how you want this night to go. This is so and this, embarrassing. And that's not what I want. That's not what yeah. I want. <laughs> yeah, I, want. I hate this. It's not what I wanted. <laughs> Let's be honest. Walk out finally and have to cover my mouth because I start laughing because I've just. <laughs> I'm like, I can't believe what I've just been through because all of it was so much because it's like, it's not just a 45 minute 9-11 story. It's not just a triple plane crash. It's not just the worst, and I'm sorry to this man, but the worst kiss that has ever happened in human history. (laughs) You know, like it is, it's so many things at once. Yeah. And like, so when I got out of that, I was like, what just happened to me? I just started laughing, not in a way that he could hear. I did stifle it till I got to my car and then called you and then could barely speak. <laughs> it was crying. I, it's just a wild ride out here. You just it can't know. Really, really, you just can't know until you get in those situations and you're like, oh my God. It was. Thank you for telling you know, the whole thing. Yeah, of course. I hope we didn't I'm go over on time. We can I'm edit out. I'm so happy that <laughs> the listeners get to hear the whole thing. And I mean, the, that was the only bright spot to come away. I was like, at yeah. least I've come away with a great story. An incredible story. And, you know, it's interesting, like, you know how these things just tend to happen in our lives. And it's just like fate, mm. destiny, if you will. Yes, I will. Did you kind of feel like you were like on candid camera? Or I like you were getting punked did it did feel like are you doing a character study right now are you trying to like work something out for your book because it felt outlandish yes which is really brings us into the movie of our week Mm. doesn't it though the classic Mm. the even stevens movie yes and it goes a little something like this dream vacation dream on ren chrissy carlson romano and lewis shia labeouf and the entire Stevens family battle ferocious squirrels, angry natives, and one another on the surprise adventure of a lifetime. <laughs> Out of the blue, the Stevens win an all-expense-paid trip to a secluded hideaway on the sunny Isle of Mandolino, just what they need to get away from everyday stress. Unfortunately, their too-good-to-be-true week in paradise has actually been set up by a new extreme reality television series, and in a quest for a blockbuster ratings, the show's unscrupulous host will try to turn the family dream vacation into a savagely funny nightmare. Jesus, who that wrote this? That was the longest <laughs> description we've had. Shakespeare? <laughs> God. <Really? laughs> Fuck. Well, have fun. It's an hour and 34 yeah. minutes, a little bit yeah. less than this description. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, somehow. Enjoy. Listeners, 
Welcome back to the pod. This week, we have such a fun, 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 fun guest. One of my legitimate favorite people on planet Earth is here today. His name is Michael Gomez. You can follow him on social media on Instagram at That's a Boom, which I think is the greatest handle of all time. I just want to say that straight up. He's an actor, he's a writer, he's a comedian, he's a lawyer. For real. He's a lawyer. Legit. It's legit. He had one of the best one man shows I've, or I'm so sorry, one person shows that I've ever seen in my whole life. Hi, Miho. It's your mom, which is him taking voicemails that his mom has left him and working it into a show. And it's the funniest thing you've ever seen in your life. And now he's working that into a pilot. Uh, Amazing. Can you, you I can't. So here to talk about an incredibly wild, wild movie, please welcome mm. my dear friend, Michael Gomez. Ooh, ooh. I feel like there should be applause, but like, <laughs> I'm doing it for myself, which is- Yeah, we'll add it like in post. We'll, we'll, we'll add it in post. I'll get that later. <laughs> It'll be that, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hi. Welcome, welcome to the podcast. So happy you're here. Oh, thank you for having me. I oh, of course. have to say quickly, I, I have a little guilt. Because this movie was so crazy. And I just have to say that I appreciate you watching this for our little old podcast. And I love you dearly for doing that. Thank you. And this is this is my first this is my first introduction, not only to the Even Stevens movie, but to the Even Stevens franchise. Oh, so. And now you're hooked. And now I am no longer going to be watching any more Ethan Stevens. <laughs> oh, it went the opposite way. Huh. Yeah, I think I've Weird. gotten my fill. So, oh, that's oh, um, for me, I thought, you know what, I got to start from the beginning. You know, <laughs> yeah, I want to know what's in the canon. Back in, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course, this week we're doing the Even Stevens movie. Uh, God a, bless. A, a real romp. From start to finish. <laughs> Just a 2003 masterpiece. That's it. <laughs> That's it. You know what I, what I will say is that this movie, what was so wild, there were many wild things along this mm. ride, but mm-hmm. I have read a bunch of screenwriting books. I've read a bunch of screenplays, <laughs> seen a bunch of movies. <laughs> I This kind of turned the structure of a movie <laughs> It kind of just, it did away with everything that I had like thought yeah. uh, a movie was supposed to be structured. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, you can do whatever you want. The rules don't apply. <laughs> Out the window. <laughs> Nowhere to be oh, seen. I, I timed it and or, or I, when I paused, I looked and it was at the exact middle of the movie. It was like 45 minutes on one side. 45 minutes on the other where this big twist that I admit I did not see coming. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I mean, maybe I'm stupid, but I was like, wait, I mean, what? no, I remembered the twist from watching this when I was a kid and I wish I hadn't because I was like, Oh, I can't imagine watching this movie with no knowledge of like what's going on because cool. Ban- I mean, it's already cuckoo bananas, even yes. if you do know where it's going. But like without that knowledge, wow, God bless. Well, it's three different movies in mm. one movie. <laughs> you have at a, least at, yeah. at minimum. <laughs> but you definitely have the first like 22 minutes has nothing to do with the plot of this film. 
And nothing's and it, happening. Not nothing's happening. It's just at their house, like bit beep bopping around. Then there's the second part of the movie, which is just a family vacation. Hmm. And then the third part of the movie takes place after the twist. And what happens when, with that? When the movie really <laughs> takes off 45 <laughs> minutes in. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I, I couldn't believe it. I literally I paused it and then I saw equal numbers on either side mm-hmm. of the little pause cursor. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wait, I thought that, you know, the turning points and the point of the movie happened much sooner, maybe 10 pages in where sure. you thought like, oh, okay, this is what this movie is going to be about. Mm. Um, no, it was a real shock. It wasn't. Mm-hmm. Keeps you on your toes, this one. It's like <laughs> they say in improv, you know, it's like learn the rules to forget the rules. Mm. And similarly, I yes. think for this movie, it was like, you know, know what a movie is, but don't take any structure. And, and kind of do you. Yeah, throw it all Wait, out the window. Wait, Michael, we... I'm, I'm so curious, mm-hmm. okay, not knowing the twist. Like, where did you think this movie was headed <laughs> without knowing the twist? Like, what did you kind of foresee happening? And just for everyone, the twist is, of course, that they're on a reality show and <laughs> there's the whole thing, you know? <laughs> but, oh, yeah, we forgot to say what the twist was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But before knowing that at the 45 minute mark, where did you think we were heading for the second half of this film? Right. That is an interesting question. (laughs) Because I'll admit, I paused this movie. uh, I'm sorry, film, as you called it. Thank you. Um, you. Yes, uh, I have to pay respect to (laughs) the film. I paused it every maybe 15 seconds to write notes about Mm -hmm. everything that was going on. And I had (laughs) so many thoughts on so many small parts Mm -hmm. that I really had no idea where it was going. Because as you said, there was like 15 people to keep track of. They all (laughs) had their own things going on. Mm -hmm. They, I thought this was about, and and here was my first twist in this movie was when, because I didn't know that he was part of this franchise, if it's called a franchise, uh, Shia LaBeouf was in mm. it. <laughs> yeah. So I had no idea, one, that he was ever young. <laughs> or, <laughs> <laughs> or that he was ever a, a child actor. I can't uh, believe you film. didn't know that he was a part of this. That's like, yeah, this is what you got to start. Him. Yeah. I had no idea. So when he popped up on the screen, I was in, in, in shock. I was like, mm. who the hell is this? And I, I was just not, and I call him like Shia the Beast. <laughs> who is this boy the Beast? And it's kind of like when you imagine, um, Imagine if you've never seen Home Alone and you've never seen Macaulay Culkin and you've only seen him in like Party Monster where <laughs> I don't know if you've seen that. <laughs> he's yeah. like, yeah. So you've only known him and then he's part of what, like a band called Pizza Rat? And then years later, you've only known him <laughs> for like being a club kid, a drug uh-huh. addicted club kid who just like had sex with everyone. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, he wasn't home alone? That's what I <laughs> Right. Right. It's like you only know Shia the Beef, which is, I think, what we need to refer to him as Uh, for the rest of the podcast (laughs) from like getting arrested and being really problematic. But, you know, his movie, Honey Boy, Honey Boy, yeah, is based off off his like life as a child star. I never saw that movie. I haven't either. either. Oh, my therapist, my therapist once told me, she was like, as an exercise, why don't you try writing about your life like Honey Boy? (laughs) (laughs) Shit. 
That says a I lot could. about your life. I could. Yeah. Okay. yeah I really like <laughs> I mean, well, take that, it from someone who's taken his life and turned it into a, a solo show. It's therapeutic. Yeah, I think. Yeah. And I think funny. We all need our honey boy. So now, Gomez, <laughs> I know you weren't a part of the even Stevens universe, but what's your relationship to Disney as a whole? Like, did you ever Disney watch Channel. the Disney Channel? Did you even watch the classics? Like, what were we dealing with? No, we were, I grew up in Miami, Florida. So um, we were a big, like, Disney family, like, going to Disney. That was pretty much the only place we would go on vacation. Um, it was only about a three, four hour drive from uh, Miami. So we would go to Disney often. I watched all the Disney classics. I had them all on VHS in their hard mm. um, In the puffies? Cases. I love yes. those puffy cases. I just got like a real thrill that kind of went through me just thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. Squeak, yeah. I mean, the little squeak they would make the when little, you push it together. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I just got hard. Yeah. Oh, speaking of hard, I do have the Little Mermaid case with the penis on the yes. box. Yes. Oh, wow. wow. That's that's a real collector's item. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that'll go for money. Yeah. But, so you, but I grew what a, up in the yeah. Disney classic. What about DCOMs? What was your relationship to those? Not, not really. We weren't really related. It was like okay. a distant cousin that there were shows that would pop up or movies that would pop up, um, but none that I. You weren't seeking it yeah. as no. a young as a young one. Yeah, that's okay. Well, that's okay. Because I think that was a little bef- after my time. As a oh, young that's one. that is true. I. That's true. It is. You a forgot bit. I wasn't old. <laughs> <laughs> because you look incredible, and people mm-hmm. should know that. You look as youthful as a 22 year old. Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) But the hypertension is not 22. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. We have to just get into this movie because I can't stress enough to the listener. If you haven't seen this in a while, I have, I used to watch this or I know I've seen it before for sure. And remembered later what had happened. I had forgotten about the twist. Uh, so it was a real less. fun journey for me too. I was like, oh yeah, I it's totally forgot. Crazy. So we start off this film with, with one of our wilder openings. And you know, a DCOM loves to open with a, a bang. shocking yeah. opening. But in this one, we're kind of at a computer, just oh, yeah. silhouette of a man, like Xing out families on a computer screen until in he a, la- y- yes and immediately all we see of this man is kind of the back of his head and like his brow like yeah. over the computer screen and immediately i was like is that fucking tim meadows <laughs> like immediately you did yes, not. I, I was like are you <laughs> fucking joking me tim meadows is not in the movie because i did not remember that <laughs> I did not remember that either. God, I love him. Oh, he's so good. He's, he's an unsung he comedian to me. Like we don't talk enough about him and how funny he is. Well, we're going to talk a lot about him today. <laughs> good. So we, start, him so we start off and I, I'm already taking notes at the very beginning because I'm like, what is this? 
I don't understand. Like, is this a spy movie? Like I had completely forgotten what it was. Well, that's what's so funny about when we like take anything from being a series to a movie. It's like so far outside the world of the show. That's like, what? Like, why are we taking everything to such a high degree? Like, oh, of course we have to heighten for the movie. It needs to be different. But like, like this? (laughs) I truly think this is when Survivor was sweeping the nation and we all had Survivor fever and I think they were capitalizing on that. Well, I have a little intel on that as well. Oh, Um, The writers of the movie apparently wrote a very different movie. It was like about them all going on family vacation and they go to Mount Rushmore and Lewis does something like to knock the nose off of one of them and everyone's looking for whatever. But executives had just seen the Truman Show and they were like, make it like the Truman Show. No. (laughs) Wow, that's diabolical. (laughs) And so they did. I mean, I don't know that we can really compare this to the Truman Show per se. Also, the executives had just seen the Truman Show. Like, huh? It was like so many years before this movie. So here's the question. When was this movie made? Because I forgot to look that up. 2003. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> very Wait. bad uh, year memory then. Wait, yeah. what year was the Truman Show? Now I'm curious. No, because I, I, when I was taking notes on this, I was like, oh, back in the 90s or back in the 80s. Right. That was not this. <laughs> no. Yeah, Truman Show was 1998. <laughs> <laughs> That's Hot so off the presses. And can you imagine... You already have a thing. That's, you're right, Jake. Like why, and God bless, but like Lizzie McGuire didn't need to become a pop star in Italy, you know, right. in the Lizzie McGuire movie. Like, right. like, like it's so we did crazy. not need, this is just a family comedy. It can just be a family comedy movie. I don't right. understand why we have to go to these crazy places. Make it like the Truman Show, even Stevens. <laughs> It's like Truman Show, Big Brother, Survivor. Yeah, yeah, like we're yeah. doing a, we're doing a lot. We're doing a lot. But also, The Bachelor in Paradise. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Truly, <sighs> truly, yes. So when we first start, we're just at the house, just like the TV show. I mean, oh, actually, no. we're we're at a we're at a graduation. We're at an eighth, eighth grade graduation, and which w- I. <laughs> Don't get me started. An eighth grade graduation, what, at like Stanford University Junior High School with like <laughs> this campus of, you so should not have many more people. trees than students on your junior high school. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's and the first is unbelievable thing. So old. Everyone is <laughs> at minimum 16 years old. Ren Stevens is the oldest eighth grader you've <laughs> ever seen in your life. And I did do the math and she was fully 19. Oh, my and in eighth grade, God. you're like 13, 14. That's crazy. <laughs> okay, now riddle me this. Again, we all know I have a non-traditional school experience. Yeah. One, is eighth grade graduation real? And two, are there like valedictorians? Are we having a ceremony? Is any of this, um, does this happen? <laughs> Gomez, you go first. What was your experience? It was not this. no it actually was nothing (laughs) you finish school you have your summer vacation and then you show up at a new school the next year Um, yeah so I and and 
Grayson, mine was in 1996. So that was before, I think, there were more graduations than just high school. Mm. Now Mm -hmm. it feels like there's a graduation every single year. And they're like, oh my God, you made it. (laughs) Good job. We have to keep these kids in school. (laughs) Like imagine celebrating every single one of your birthdays as if it's your 30th. That's how I feel (laughs) these graduations are. I don't know. I mean, you should. should. (laughs) You're talking to the birthday queen over here. (laughs) I don't know who would do that. That's like so much every year. I mean, I'm not living my life the right way. I can't do that. (laughs) Like the whole month of January is just like revving up. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I I mean, we'll talk about it. (laughs) But um, to your other question, I did have an eighth grade graduation. Oh, you did? It was the end of our, that's where the school stopped. So I went to like a private school, like a little bit more of a, uh, what do you call that? Alternative S school for elementary and middle. And it stopped at eighth grade. So then you had to go to public school basically for high school. So it was kind of like a big shift. So they did, we did do an eighth grade graduation, but there was only eight of us in class. So. Yeah. So it was like a, it's like small. a, what, like, because we all got to make a speech. Of cheese. <laughs> oh, we, we did it at the school, but we all got to make a speech and we all dressed up and, you know, it was just in our little, everyone program. got to make a speech. Yeah. Well, there, yeah, when there's eight people, you can all say what you want. <laughs> I'm so curious, like what at eight, at eighth grade level, do you really have to say? You know, well, <laughs> let me tell you an amazing story. Actually, this is like in my family lore. So it, for my eighth grade graduation, I have no idea what I said. I have no idea what anyone said. I think it was just like, this has been the best time, you know, so happy to have friends for life that you never talk to again after that year, of course. But I went to an eighth grade graduation, same school, like a couple of years later to see the eighth graders graduate. And one woman girl, woman girl. decided to take that opportunity of her eighth grade graduation speech to, to call some people out (gasps) to, to do some, to do some damage, to really get it out on the table. (laughs) Oh my God. It was the greatest gift (gasps) I've ever been given. I was in shock. She let it all hang out. She went through teachers. Oh, she went through friendships and I'll never forget. She goes, you know, when I first met Lindsay, we hated each other and we did not like want to be friends at all. But after, you know, whatever she was, we became great friends and I'm so proud of us for making it through. She's like, on the other hand, when I met Audrey, we never liked each other and we still don't like each other. It was like, oh, and my mom kept being like, who is going to pull her off the stage? I was like, I hope no one pulls her off the stage. Everyone stop breathing. This is a person who I, in my late thirties, need to emulate. A hundred percent. I was like, can yeah, I be like this out. eighth grade girl? <laughs> right. I mean, the, the boldness to do that. It's, it's something to Wait. aspire to. Didn't you go to a school where like everyone had a voice and you were taught to harness your own <laughs> inner talents and all that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of. Yeah. No, we were no, beaten yeah. we were beaten down by the yeah. <laughs> like, no one 
has a voice, you have nothing new to say, just regurgitate all these things. Well, I think the school took notes after that graduation because um, speeches were then proofread mm. before they were just put on stage, which probably should have been happening that's, anyway. It's a real but... shame, though. That's a real shame. Because <laughs> it'll never happen like that again, you know, just to get the uh. unvarnished truth. Oh, oh, it's refreshing. So it's good. refreshing. Ren yeah. could have benefited from that a little bit more. You know, she should have called Lewis's ass out when the beach ball was flying around in her face. The <laughs> beach ball full of spaghetti. Full of spaghetti. <laughs> Remote control beach ball. Full of spaghetti, which, yeah. oh my God. So I read that. Okay, well, also this name, we need to spend a minute on Coach Tugnut. <laughs> <laughs> It's so bold. It's so bold of them to name him Coach Tugnut. What if it's what if that's not the correct pronunciation? Tugnut. (laughs) Sorry, maybe maybe they were they were trying to be edgy. I mean, I think they were. Um, Tugnut. The spaghetti falls on him, and I read that apparently it almost knocked him unconscious. Because it was so like heavy. it was like so much food that fell on him. <laughs> I was like, can you imagine that Jan said almost getting knocked unconscious <laughs> by spaghetti? No, I can't also, imagine that. I would love to see, I would love to go to behind the scenes and see exactly how that happened. Did they just have a bucket that they turned over on him? Or probably. I think probably. I think pr- pretty low budge. Low yeah. budge. Yeah. yeah. Low budge. But you want to know something else that's crazy. Mm-hmm. So he's a wild Tug-nut, person to Tug-nut. watch on screen. Yeah, Tugnut, <laughs> old Tugnut. <laughs> and I've really only known him as Coach Tugnut from the series to the movie, you know, classic Tugnut through and through. Let's see how many times I can say Tugnut. Uh, <laughs> I did not know. He wrote the musical episode of even stevens no. which is a very famous episode the mm-hmm. most famous episode of the series i would say he wrote the music for that and he's written a lot of songs he wrote on bernadette peters in concert he wrote a song for that he he and he writes on the emmys like uh, to this day what? like he's like writing on the emmys <laughs> and the billboard awards like he wrote 155 episodes on mad tv like he Wait, is what? yes yes can you believe this like he no. is a no. very successful writer and no. like writing music writing songs wow, wow. which i wouldn't tug have tugnut 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 huh. i would have that. never thought i would have never thought well good for him yeah. i've like associated him too much with this character and i was like this dum dum this tugnut yeah, this tugnut <laughs> over here, writing? <laughs> I don't well, think so. Music? That's very interesting. Yeah. God, there's a lot of people in this movie that, you know, have personal lives that are just incredible, you know? Mm. Oh, was this where he got his start? Was this his first thing or? Old Tug? No. A old, tugnut, I believe, TM? had credit starting as early as 1992. So, and then... Yeah, I think, and then after this, I think he started on Mad TV in 2003, which was the same year as this when this whole series ended, because this is the series finale, basically, wow. this movie. Oh, yeah. Also, I gotta, I do have to go back and watch how we got here. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, it yeah. It won't help. 
it won't no, be yeah, that it's bad not, at all. You'll be like, not a single thing is related. <laughs> the only thing that's related is like everything that happens in the first 20 minutes that like the, you know, oh, Lewis is the younger brother who just like fucks Bren's life up. You know, he just, he can't stop he, messing with her is- life. This is something, this was a big a thing that hit me very hard in this movie is that like, I hated him mm-hmm. from the beginning. And I know that he was written that way, but this child has never been held to account for any of his transgression. Mm. Correct. Including by his own parents, oh, let alone well. any other form of authority. Yeah. So I, so I can only, so this is my, and I don't know, this is just maybe because I was older when I saw these Disney Channel movies and I saw all these little kids being like, oh, the cool one is the the sassy one with the comebacks and retorts. And I'm like, I wonder if kids are looking at this being like, yes, this is who I need to be like because mm. he fucks everyone up and he gets mm-hmm. away with everything. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And who would hold him to anything? Those parents aren't doing jack shit. Well, mom's a California state senator. She's very busy. Oh, she's a senator. I miss her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she's California she's state senator. She's not. She's Kamala Harris. <laughs> she, she is a senator. And that, and like, no. I'm sorry I had to go here, but I was no. like, wait, if she got a free trip in exchange for an endorsement, the California Ethics Committee has to review all this paperwork. I'm like, that. Eh. Ma'am, you can't be accepting. This is essentially a bribe. And she's not going like uh, in secret, you know? So now that's all recorded on TV for everyone to see. This is like very Erica Girardi, you know? This is like seeing the wealth displayed on Bravo and like getting taken down for it. I mean, the next movie is a very different vibe. The next movie is Lock Her Up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, I. An investigation of her emails. Yes. (laughs) I agree that Lewis is the worst. He He is so annoying. And and even though I did famously have a crush on him kind of when I was younger because I felt like of Shia LaBeef. Boy, the beef. The beef. Um, because I felt like he was, he was within my reach. Yeah, attainable. He he felt attainable to me. You know, like I. You want to come and sit next to Papa? It's <laughs> <laughs> like, geez. But oh my god, I was dying. He was annoying in this movie or in, in the series. Even in the series, like that's a an, very annoying character. He's sure. good. He is good at what he does. So my god. Okay, I'm sorry. When he screams, that cracks me up. It's is that funny. wrong? No, it's funny. It's funny. It's funny. Wait, no, the sit next to Papa thing before we get too far from it, I just really want to quickly touch on that when, you know, the, he has the whole chair contraption because he's really committed to sitting the entire summer, which I thought was very funny and very me as a child. I'm like, let me stay indoors. <laughs> um, and he wants Tani, who is a total babe. Babe. She I said, who, why are these friends so hot? hot. The, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Tw- Twitty is also so hot. And what a name. Um, but they, she doesn't want to. And then Tom, which was a character I completely forgot about. Totally. But I, then it all came rushing back. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, here's this 
obviously gay coded character who's clearly in love with Lewis. And like, he's like, I'll sit next to Papa. <laughs> you know, he's like, <laughs> how did I never like see this before that like here is like this poor gay boy like into the mix of all of this yeah also uh it's also like a a heart-wrenching moment which is said with such a comedic bliss is when uh later on in the film when um people are questioning whether Tom is actually, or Lewis is genuinely Tom's friend. He was like, basically only when he wants me to be, but I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was like, oh, this is deep. Yes. Relatable. Yes. I mean, if that is not a closeted gay boy in love with a straight best friend, if we've ever seen one, I mean, it's got all the classic telltale signs right there for you. <laughs> Jake, you should tell Gomez how, you like with one of your like when you had crushes on boys like what you would do you would like try and get them to break up with their girlfriend oh yeah I remember <laughs> there was like this one guy she was like I just don't know if we should be together I was like you absolutely shouldn't she's not good for you like this you should not be together and then they would break up and then they would talk about like getting back together I'm like no you're so much better off without her <laughs> but then they would get back together you know I never really found solace in and my I'm arms here. the way I would yeah I'm here I no one will understand have. you like yeah. me <laughs> Well, you were just there to test the boundaries of other people's relationships and yes. allow them to grow further. In, in yeah, love. ultimately strengthening their relationship. Actually, just- it was a service. <laughs> you were yeah, providing yeah, yeah. a service. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. At my detriment, of course, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, we were friends only when he wants us to, but that's okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Why are these people, like, I understand, obviously, if someone we can't help who we love you know so mm. tom gets a pass but why are these people friends with lewis what what makes Great him question. fun at all like why is he a good friend i mean beans well, i also can kind of understand <laughs> because beans is beans is on another planet you know beans, beans is like i love me some beans <laughs> i beans love was some like, beans. <laughs> Also, I didn't check the credits, but is Bean spelled with the Z? Because I feel like it should be. Beans. If it's not, it is now. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, Beans, um, what a character to write. A character who's obsessed with bacon, farts all the time, and is like always there when you don't want him to be there. And a little well, the- uncomfortably perverted and horny. He's you so know, horny. he's like, ooh, bikinis. And then he's like, do you want to go skinny dipping, dad? Right. You know, it's like... <laughs> I wrote that in my notes. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> like, what you working with, Pops? Steve Stevens? Steve. Beans. Beans. Beans, beans, the magical fruit. The magical <laughs> kid. But to, <laughs> but to go back to your question, that I think, I mean, how many people are we friends with in our own lives? We're like, why are we still friends? This is mm. such a toxic situation. Why do I keep coming back to you why did I not set that boundary Um, I think it's just the beginning of adulthood yeah and it's just like I don't know what it beans is a classic friend in the group now I don't do this because I'm an Aquarius and I cut a bitch off real (laughs) quick but Mm. but this is the classic friend that you're friends with in middle school who just continues to be in the friend group and every once in a while you and the other friends look at each other like what Why are, are they doing? here? Yeah. But they mm-hmm. just are. They're part of the fabric. 
even though you really don't want them to be, you don't want them to be in the friend group, but that's just, that's their place. That's just the way it is. And you can't change it after, you know, years and years. History is history. And like Lewis, who's like actively doing things to fuck shit up. Oh yeah. And you're just like, well, I guess we've had this history and, and I think he exhibits a lot of, if this goes unchecked, So my theory is that if someone like Lewis goes unchecked, he turns into someone like Miles McDermott. Who is Why am Tim I Meadows? Tim Meadows. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. No the the character. We're like, we're like, who is that? Who is that? You're like, okay, that sounds profound. Let's go. With it. You're yes, right. Miles. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, You're right. Someone who's just like, well, because he exhibits some like sociopathic behaviors. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, this, I mean, he needs help. And he, he does. Everyone in this film needs a little bit of help. <laughs> <laughs> Ren, I mean, to be in eighth grade and be that wound up, oh. that type A, <laughs> even though, even though I have to say, talking about eighth graders who we need to look up to and emulate. Thank you. The, I knew you would love this. I yes. love it. <laughs> yeah, the of course. The pancake scene, the breakup it was great. scene. Chef's kiss. It was beautiful. What a bad bitch. I know. It was like, you she go, like, know your worth. Yeah. She was like, you are not breaking up with me in a pancake house. Like, <laughs> that is not happening. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Yes. What the now, hell? Was, though I just thought the breakup as a whole was like very believable. Like the next morning when she gets up, she's like, I have never been better. I'm so <laughs> fine. I'm putting it all behind me. I'm, I'm at the top of my game. And then it's like one thing breaks her, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was like, that, that is how it'd be though. <laughs> it did really make me laugh when she tried to pour syrup on his head. And she was like, this would be a great moment if it wasn't so thick. <laughs> That is a good it, that warms my heart because what I love is like when you are typing a text to someone and you are going off and you send and then it ends up saying like you ducking duck you yeah. duck. Yeah. And you're like no you're like it's all lost or like when you go to slam a door lost. and it's one of those like soft closes so like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. or like a swinging door <laughs> the one where it like does the like slow close and it stops immediately and then you have to kind of yank it and it you still can't yank it hard enough it's like oh shit yes. <laughs> it been a so great moment. that was a great take on that with like the syrup yes. that won't come oh, out yeah. There were some beautiful moments of comedy in this film, I have to say. Mm-hmm. I also really laughed, and this is so stupid, when they're like flying to the island and he was like, mm-hmm. to your right, you'll see the Mandaloni Island or whatever. And, and the, the plane like tips suddenly. He was like, not all at once. I was like, <laughs> like that's very funny. Yeah. <laughs> it really got me. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, that was good. <clears throat> you know what wasn't funny? When they go to this island, Mm. which ends up being Catalonia, which I'm assuming is like Catalina, but they maybe couldn't use that name. I don't know. Probably. Probably. Just something I was thinking of. Yeah. Food for thought. Because obviously it's just an (laughs) island right out, you know, right off the coast of California. Um, So they're going there. And because I didn't remember, well, it's, it's offensive regardless, but because I didn't remember the twist either, I was like, this is <laughs> insane. I was like, these 
Islanders, one, this is so offensive. I can't believe we're doing this, mm. this cultural mm. appropriation Two, some of these Islanders are, are full white. Yeah. Well, they <laughs> tried to people. justify it all in like the informational video they watched. Like it's a, a rich cultural background. So everyone looks a little different and hey, we speak English here and everything's that, okay. <laughs> like, don't I worry. was very <laughs> upset with the framing of that because it Me was too. just like, we have native islanders and shipwrecked sailors but mm -hmm. our mother tongue is english i was like these people are quote unquote struggling to speak english that was not the mother tongue mm -hmm. we know what happened mm -hmm. right colonialism yeah yes pillaging like yes it was yeah. so upsetting okay i will say there was a shred of me that was glad that we weren't just watching people of color wait on them hand and foot Mm -hmm. I sure. think that would have been, would I have mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, but it was, I, okay. I was like writing this in my notes. Like if I had not remembered like mm -hmm. what this movie actually was, that it is, you know, a, the twist and it's not, no, none of these people, they're all actors. Like right. how crazy to be dropped into this. I mean, again, still crazy with the twist. It's yeah. upsetting. <laughs> but without the twist, I was like, Wow. This is tough to watch. Well, this was before before I knew the twist, and I was just like, "What <clears throat> is the ethnic makeup <clears throat> of this island? And like, <clears throat> who are these people? Why is there this man with frosted tips? <laughs> <laughs> Mutai, <laughs> Mutai, straight out of San Diego with frosted tips, <clears throat> and like, how do frosted tips make it to the Mandolino people? <laughs> <laughs> Like, some people are born with it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. No. So that was wild to do that. And then to have it be like, there's no, you're the only, I just, I couldn't get my mind around what was happening before I remembered the twist or before I saw the twist. It was like, okay, so, so you won or you're going on a vacation. Mm. You're the only <laughs> tourist. This is like, a place that no one's been to. There's not one other shelter besides a huge palace. And you're being shepherded around by- I was like, what? What was the name again? What was the name that confounded both Caitlin and I? What's his name? <laughs> Tim Meadows' name. Oh, <laughs> Miles McDermott. Miles McDermott. <laughs> I would never, never would have remembered that, by the way. Miles McDermott. I'm really impressed. Yeah, the steel too. trap. Yeah. He's a lawyer. He's a lawyer. This is the lawyer break. That's Gotta remember why, the details. Why? The details. Were you now, Gomez? I know, Jake, mm -hmm. you weren't because you remembered, but were you absolutely floored that when Lewis sneaks into the room that says, <laughs> keep out, like secret room, keep out in full English, I was like, what? And then goes in, sits on a throne, pulls one lever, and the entire palace. <laughs> completely gets destroyed around him was that surprising to you because it was to me <laughs> i was i was still so appalled that he ate the snacks that mm. i didn't even like get i was just appalled that this little brat just like went into all these rooms and doors and things where he was not supposed to be in that by the time that happened i was just like wait what <laughs> Like kill him too, get him yes, too. Like, and how is he unharmed in all of this? Right. The way that it fell apart, like it was just Lincoln logs. I was like, how mm -hmm. was it 
upright at all. Like, like, it was like a, it felt like a house of cards, truly. It really did. You know, that they were just there stacked was no, on there top was no of each other. structure to it. Even like watching it, it's just like flat pieces kind of falling away. It wasn't yes. like there weren't like really beams or like any kind of and structural this was a, a Pacific island, presumably it had weathered hurricanes or tsunamis. <laughs> so like things like that came through and but no, no. That, that little lever was holding it all together. And even that, you know, if this is the this is the series finale, we could actually give Lewis more growth, you wow. know, mm-hmm. and that would have been a great opportunity to be like, we need to look at your behavior. Yeah. Like now we're stuck on this island. We all need to look at each other and we need to address that you have mm-hmm. a problem. You know, the parents need to get on it. They need to take a page out of the eighth graders book and kind of start telling it how it is. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Instead, they're like, oh, do you have insurance coverage for sacred palaces? I'm like, you're already trying to get this child out of trouble. And then later when Lewis asks his mom, like, are you still mad at me? And she's not really mad. No. No, They've never been mad. And it's like, oh, if just, you know, going from their point of view, your son just destroyed someone's palace. That's a big problem. Also, having he's the son of a state senator. Senator. She's fucked. I mean, she's never getting the president. There are going to be eyes on you. Like you would think she would care a little bit more about the family image the optics yeah it's not looking good (laughs) no she's no she's stuck here and i'm sure her advisors has said like Mm -hmm. lewis is your you know that's the big problem yeah yeah he is a big problem Mm -hmm. but all she does is she's like she probably employs like olivia pope or (laughs) predecessor to just like handle this handle this little child yeah like please clean up well, that's, he's, he's going to be so, well, he already is such an entitled little brat, but can you imagine him older? Oof. What, what mommy's going to fix for him? Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, this is, this is like a breeding ground for like, like dark, very yeah, there's some darkness. adult. Yeah. Oh, but not Ren. Ren's following in no. mommy's footsteps. Oh, <laughs> and not Donnie. Oh, thank you for bringing him up. I still have a boner. I still have a boner for Donnie and I'm not going to apologize for it. I want to climb him like a tree. I'm sorry. I did not remember this character because I was like, excuse moi. This man is fine. Oh, I remembered because I was fully masturbating to him when I was like 12, (laughs) you know, like, A little peek behind your curtain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want to know what was going on there, I was like, "Oh my god! Like, what's happening to me?" <laughs> yeah, he's oh. he's a good-looking man, and to and see god him shirtless, bless. I know. I was like, "Thank you, like, thank you, Oprah, the Fire God, that we have him <laughs> shirtless and running around so much." Did I like to see Ooh. him running in Tevas? I didn't. And I think I didn't even notice know. the Tevas. I didn't even see the Tevas. I was so distracted by everything else. Not good. And you both know how I feel about a river shoe. And Michael is on a river shoe journey and he's he's starting to wear shoe. them and he's liking them. And I just a river it, shoe. I didn't even know a river shoe was a thing. I went to Oregon once and was like, I'm a river shoe person. 
<laughs> and I've worn them to Costco once. <gasps> you know. Where there was shivers. no river. <laughs> I'm upset. That upsets me. Not on my watch. You better not bring those out in front of me. I swear to God, I'll burn them. I didn't even see Donnie's river shoes. I mean, thank God he had them, I guess. But he has those beautiful feet. He's a fine, fine piece. I mean, did anything come up his life after this? Like, who is he? He, Look him up. he is still working, I think. I did look him up recently because I had to get my eyes on what he's looking at like now, and it's not bad. It's not oh. bad. He's still looking quite good. I'm oh, that makes me right so now. happy. Yeah. He, let's see. I got down such a rabbit hole. Um, As of 2020, he had a job oh. in 2020. Okay. He's still out here. He's still working. working. Good for him. I was watching... Um, as we know, Christy Carlson Romano has an absolutely yeah. unhinged YouTube. And I was watching one the cooking episode when Nick Spano, who is Donnie, came on. Oh, and it was incredible. it was very cute. But he apparently still keeps in touch with Shia and like everyone is like going camping with Twitty and Beans and like they're all very close, apparently. Well, but not Christy. Chris- <laughs> no, not Christy. I'll not tell you Christy. that because I did read quite a few articles. Oh, and I, I watched her whole 11 minute video about why I don't talk to Shia LaBeouf anymore. <laughs> why? Well, it's, here's the thing it about this movie. Yeah, a, because of this. It's all about click. She's such a clickbaiter. Yeah. So oh. we've talked about her on the podcast before, but it is never it's not fun worth, to talk about. It's worth um, mentioning every time, honestly. She has this crazy YouTube and she has these videos that are like mm-hmm. my 9-11 story. Mm-hmm. How, Katy, how Katy Perry stole my record deal. How and it's I like, won and lost <laughs> millions of dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And every video kind of just ends up being like with the Katy Perry one is like, yeah, she was just kind of around at the same time I was and I wanted to sing, but then she sang. <laughs> You know, like that's kind of the drama. And then like the drama with Shia is like, we were coworkers or we really weren't that close to begin with. (laughs) We had great chemistry. We had great chemistry on screen, but, and I kind of feel bad because I should have been more like sisterly to him, but we just didn't have that kind of relationship. And I love how she's centering herself, like his like childhood trauma. She's like, and if only I had been there. If only I had been there for him. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> oh, oh man see this is these are some of the things where i'm like what do these child actors take from the role the the scripts that they're given like mm. do they take on any of um you know like the, the words for their characters i'm like do they ever take on any of those traits when they go on yeah i think they do sometimes. I mean, in the case of Ren Stevens, I think the character and the actor were pretty close. She, <laughs> she's wild. I read a whole bustle article about her that just came out like a week ago. Oh my God. And I wanted to read like the whole thing on the podcast. I was like, she is wild. But this quote did make me laugh. Oh I'm so excited. And the whole thing is about her like pivoting basically to this YouTube channel. And now she lives in Austin, Texas. And I mean, it's going well for her. The the Shia one has over a million views. Oh, she has like so many subscribers. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy. And she's doing, I mean, she even talks about like how she kind of, she's like, I don't want to call it clickbait, but I have to trick the algorithm. Like she's basically like, I got to do what I got to do to get people in here. And I'm not going to apologize for Respect. it. <laughs> but yeah. she does say, I had given my husband's, 
husband resistance on being vulnerable on these videos because I was like, well, but what if I don't get hired anymore traditionally? And he's like, but you're not getting hired now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the way that that sentence Hmm. hit me like a brick. (laughs) I was. I was laughing and gasping out loud reading this article. It's like, my hands are numb from that. That her talking about how hard she like held on, and they even say like, um, she had this blind like loyalty to the mouse. Like, Mm. I think she was desperately trying to get back into some sort of like stay in Disney's good graces and was always hoping that they were going to hire her for more things. And oh, wow. It seems like probably there was a couple dark years where she was just not getting hired. And I'm sure it's confusing because she like had even Stevens, which is so successful. Then she has Kim Possible, which is so successful. Belle. Like, yeah, she's Belle on Broadway. Mm-hmm. Like she was like really in their hand there for a minute. So I'm yeah. sure at a certain point you just expect it to continue. Yeah. And then when they drop you and they're and it's done, and then how do you move on? Like what's next? But what what did she expect would happen? I mean, she was no longer like a teen or early 20s, like yeah. lead for Disney Channel. I know. I don't know. I don't know. But I guess she wanted her Herbie fully loaded. <laughs> how Lindsay lohan stole my movie yeah. <laughs> i was there while herbie was charging yeah. we were filming on the lot over so it could have been me just i walked past the studio <laughs> she is such an interesting person to that me like i almost could oh. do like a dissertation on her Yes, I'm just, obsessed. Oh, she's and Christy, oh if you're God. listening, please get on the pod. We love oh. you. I, oh, this oh, is oh. said with in all respect. I I would love to chat with her. That reminds me, Jake. This is huge. So I go to her IMDb, like I pay for IMDb Pro, you know, so you can go right. and see her like representation and stuff. <gasps> on it is her personal email. <laughs> her personal <laughs> Gmail is she on wants- her IMDb Pro, and I was like. Uh, we're asking her to be on the show. We are asking her for you have sure. To. She wants to make sure she does not miss a single breakdown that she can audition Right, for. right. And I have to say, like, you know, if she ever, like, listens to this in preparation for her interview yeah. and goes back to the Even Stevens one, she's a great actress. She I, is. She's, she's great. very good. Yeah, she's funny. Like, she plays that character really well. Like, so all, all respect to oh. Christy. Yeah, she's a, she, she takes it very seriously and really puts out a good product. And I think a lot of the actors in this film were putting out a good performance. Is Shia annoying? Of course, but he's good. She's good. The mom was cracking me up like <laughs> yeah. throughout the whole film, you know, yeah. Donna. And that's the thing. Pascal. Everyone did what they were supposed to do. Yes. It was like these were other characters they wrote. And this was I mean, so I, I yeah. bought I bought it. One thing it's that a- did bother me uh, with. Christie's care about uh, Ren and I mean this is just a, a pervasive issue is that we have this person now we know as a grown-ass woman playing a 14 year old mm-hmm. uh, who's valedictorian of her school mm. extremely intelligent has everything together and her entire existence is revolving around a relation to some boy or yeah. man yeah. and like she falls apart and every and 
what kind of made me a little grossed out was that there were millions of people watching 14 year olds basically like yeah. making out on television yeah and voting on whether or not they should yeah. live yeah. yeah i was like wait Feels i know gross like, enough to be real yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know like i'm like true was that there were there were some especially once the the twist was revealed i think there was some like moments of dare i say commentary on american society mm, absolutely in some lines of like the people watching yeah a hundred percent totally hundred percent yeah i mean it, it was really yeah it was a critique on the way we consume media and the, the way we push people to their absolute limits and is any of this healthy for every anyone no i love the principal who was um laying back in his <laughs> comfy armchair with yeah. his, his robe. comfy robe and his yeah. comfy slippers, eating popcorn and being like, this is just disgusting. This is despicable. Yeah. Exactly. Like, mm-hmm, mm, if that's not that. all of us, seriously. Yeah. They're like, oh, this is gross. This is gross. <laughs> One more episode. <laughs> I the, That man is never not a principal. Oh, he's always he's a principal. principal in every single movie. <laughs> he's got the face a face of a principal. He really but does. it's really interesting that you bring this up. Her like the fact that she's existing around a man because I feel like it really does betray the character of Ren because within the series itself, she is so committed to school and to her work and like she's so like she's so not that like I don't think she really oh. ever has a boyfriend maybe until like the last season like that from what I remember like that was not really what anything that was on her radar right do you remember Caitlin I don't really remember but even if we were to take just the beginning with like the pancake breakup you know she you can be upset or whatever but she's also like has so much more going on and has such a good head on her shoulders to even like tell him what's up that I right. agree that I think it's a little bit of a like betrayal of character that yeah. that would be what's what's happening but I mean because that's that stuck out to me because it, it was constant throughout the entire film from yeah. you know the initial breakup and then pretty much everyone's lines to her centered yeah. around mm. some sort of boy and then what how her you know, arc in the the movie ended up how her little bow was tied was getting together with this other that guy. With I know. Jason slash Mutai. Yeah. And I, I agree. I think that, I just don't think that that's Ren's character. I think right. she would have been the one like getting the troops together, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Figuring it out and being like, we are going to make a shelter. <laughs> and like, that would have been more interesting. Oh, for to me sure. To right. have like a 14 year old, this 14 year old girl who's like incredibly intelligent and can get things done yeah. with like a whole family of just, you know, idiots, inept people. Yeah. <laughs> well, and speaking of inept people in the family, I did love the commentary or, or just the little, it's so real that the dad, Steve Stevens, is <laughs> out of a job and feels like emasculated oh my God. by his wife being so much more successful than him and, you know, quote, bringing home the bacon. And I loved that they kind of threw that in. I was like, what a real, like, relationship thing for this age, you know, of parents. Yeah. And then they, they have to, like, there. deal with that, which I thought was so funny. And that's even in his Chiron, like, it, at the end when they're, like, doing the, the reversal on the show and they're, like, interviewing them, yeah. like, in his lower third. It's With like, Dave uh, Yeah, which, crazy. We'll get crazy. back to that. Yeah. 
it's like out of work lawyer. (laughs) (laughs) And then, and then for Twitty, it says traitor. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's so funny. I feel like even an employed lawyer, like your wife is still a California state senator. They're making it seem like. This really is Kamala and Doug, isn't it? Because Doug's a lawyer. <laughs> oh, oh, oh my God. It was based on Kamala and Doug. And Doug. Either that or, no, here's or, what happened. Kamala and Doug watched this movie and they're like, exactly. this is who we want to be. <laughs> they came into their subconscious in such a painful yeah. way. They don't yeah. even know that that's what planned at the scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, now, as a lawyer, Michael, Tell me if people, if this family had kind of been filmed without their knowledge, kind of been pushed to the brink, like there's probably legal action we can take here, right? Like being filmed without consent and like being subjected to all this shit. It just seems like we're doing a lot of work without the promise of any payoff because like, Mm -hmm. how are you going to like, they have to sign a release, I would assume. Yeah. You would. You would have to sign a release. Did, I so. think, I thought that too, but I think they do sign something in the beginning. Oh. They like, do, because he's like, because he does, uh, Miles gives them the paper and says, oh, mm. you know, here's everything. What does this mean? Or they ask questions about it. First of all, maybe that's why Steve Stevens is an out-of-work lawyer, because a real <laughs> lawyer would have looked into it. Mm. <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't read the fine print. He didn't read, read the contract. The contract. Um, I mean, I'm surprised they don't teach this movie like at law school like at harvard you know harvard law it, we're not like taking a look at this movie it should be. as like a cautionary tale yeah 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 like, and what's the lesson contract. here read your contracts don't be like steve stevens <laughs> yeah, yeah I, the, the likelihood that this would have been made um that, and would have aired live without them knowing I mean, because you could say, oh, well, they did sign it, but then you have to go through litigation and say, well, no, we actually didn't know what we were signing. We were, you know, fraudulently induced. Mm-mm. Also, Big this words. isn't my area of law, so. Um, but that sounded oh, right. Just Wait, random things that I can. Secret reality shows is not kind of the area of law you practice. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> I wish. I am a professor job, so if anyone else out there is a, a reality show. <laughs> But I will say, I will say, this confirmed to me um, that I am terrified of reality show producers. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they scary. Very they, scary. They'll do whatever it takes. Yeah. Whatever it takes. Yeah. Yeah. And they're so deeply like connected. I was thinking about, you know, I'm such a reality TV whore, but I was just thinking about how the producers play such a big role in all of these shows. And they really, even if they're not manipulating the way that, you know, Tim Meadows was on this, Mm. like really trying to, you know, create riffs and make it seem like each part of the family was fucking with the other one or whatever, eating. It was always around food, (laughs) which is very relatable. And, you know, that would send me over too if I, <laughs> my dad and sister went and ate and I didn't eat. I'd be pissed. <laughs> I'd murder. Um, but like they do, like it is scary because you get so close to them and then you can kind of just 
I don't know. They, there's like this weird trust thing, but they're not your friend. Right. Like, Ooh, that's crazy. They're creating their whole story and you don't even know it. Yeah, right. they're like You're doing- Just playing yes. right into their palm until the script is flipped, of course. Mm-hmm. Until you take back the narrative. Until your friends show up on the island on a raft and pull out all the plugs and then you have a minute to kind of collaborate with each other <laughs> so that you could put a plan together, you know. Yeah. You know a how plan it goes. that involves calling another reality TV show that is yes. the rival of this one, which apparently Tim Meadows character helped create the other. Mm. What was it called? Gotcha. gotcha. Oh, <laughs> hard to remember. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is intense yeah. title. Can't keep that in my mind. But so created Gotcha and then had a falling out, got fired. Mm. So now he's trying to beat Gotcha in the ratings. But Gotcha, Gotcha, Gotcha him. Gotcha, Gotcha, Gotcha. Gotcha, Gotcha, got him. God. And that was a wild moment too. That was, I, that was another twist that I was like, what? That was, I was very satisfied with that. <laughs> yeah, because when the cameras come back on, we don't know if the Stevens family have gotten to Lewis and Ren to tell them this is all a TV show. And then they find Ren absolutely going oh, 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 oh. crazy with one of paint my on. favorite lines. I think it was in the trailer, which is like, I'm going to hurt you, Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you, he, they wouldn't really hurt him, would he? <laughs> you, Lewis. And she's running after him with a full spear. Yeah. Yeah. A full spear. And then when she knocks him off the cliff, he is caught by a, a target blanket. Yeah. <laughs> Basically held by two children. Yeah. Like, this is yeah. Held by someone who recently cliff. had amnesia, which I also didn't understand that whole. Like, why did that happen? Like, she gets up, hit on the head by a coconut immediately. <laughs> I would love to be in the writer's room and be like, okay, so how can we give her something we need to give tani something to an obstacle that doesn't a uh, coconut falls on her and she gets amnesia mm. for about 45 seconds and i know it. and that was so confusing to me because in my mind i was like oh yeah this is like a big part I, I felt like she like fell in with the islanders or something mm. i was like oh. no like which would have been more interesting you know but it's like no they kind of the find soup. her immediately and then her memory is jogged immediately pretty close yeah yeah like she's mm-hmm. like i don't remember why i'm here oh yeah i remember why i'm here yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> <you're right. laughs> very short-lived amnesia yeah. <laughs> very and she pieced it all together very quickly yes yeah yes she yeah. did yeah i loved how they got over with tom is that his name tom the, <laughs> yes. the closeted gay um friend of lewis's yes because he's like a, he's like a captain of a boat. He like he's like Which, a boat guy. Also very gay. He's yeah. like in his little sweater and his like boat shoes. Like, oh, right. welcome to the to the Doris or whatever the name that of the boat was. Me. That cracked me up. Could have been the Dorothy, and then we would have known <gasps> for sure. Mm, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Missed opportunity. Missed opportunity, <laughs> Disney. So good. That would have been so good. Oh my gosh. Uh, but in real life, I didn't know this. The actress who played Tawny and Shia, 
they dated in real life after this movie. Oh, really? Yeah, which crazy. I mean, it is weird to think like after this movie, before the breakdown, Shia's star flew. Like really? he became such a humongous star. It's just funny to because now Transformers he's, and all he's that. Like, well, yeah, yeah. Indiana Jones. Yeah, yeah. He was he a was, part of. He was like a big movie star for a second before it kind of all came crashing down. No, and I don't. When did it come? What was the crash? Because I just know that there was a crash, but I, I'm not familiar with what it, it was that, that happened. <laughs> I, I Do you remember that remember. famous? Okay, so. I think things were like happening, you know, like rumblings of him, like being a little drunk and disorderly, like maybe going to, he was like partying a lot. And st- so he was kind of in the tabloids and stuff, but then there was that, that famous thing where he went to the convenience store and he was like wasted. And he like, th- I, I can't remember what happens, but he like throws a fit and it, it's all caught on tape. And then he gets arrested oh, that night. Yeah. And then he gets arrested a couple times. And then the, you know, F F K what how do you say her name? Twigs. Um oh, oh yeah. FK Twigs. Yeah. Yeah. She was in Honey Boy and then they were dating and then and she's oh, right. said right. that he's like abused her. Abuse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh. And then at a some lot, point dances with the child in a cage in a very questionable way Wait, for the Sia oh, video. Right, 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 right. Oh my God, I forgot about the Sia video thing. Because like that's literally who I envisioned oh, of playing God. this child in the movie. I was like, oh, it wait, is weird. Person- to go back yeah like in my mind they're like such separate people in my mind because i'm like oh i know lewis stevens yeah like and that's Mm -hmm. you know how i came to him and i like completely separate it in my Mm -hmm. mind even though i probably should it but i'm like that's a different person (laughs) like this not my lewis stevens that's something to tell you though this film i remembered so much of it and so I wasn't I wasn't getting surprised by much because I was like, oh, I remembered a lot of this, you know, but I will tell you what made my mouth drop was the song at the end. <gasps> Shake. <laughs> I, I was in a state. What is I was like, wait, what is happening now? Like I re- I was like expecting the credits to roll. I was like, okay, we've made it through the film, like it's over. And then Christy Carlos Romano grabs the mic. <laughs> <laughs> she she said, We're not done yet. She it's kind of like she knew Dream vacation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like she knew that there was her her time in the Disney universe was not long for this world and she was like i'm having my moment <laughs> give, give me she that said, mic she said watch out Katy perry i'm trying to get a record deal <laughs> and it is funny because obviously she must have a good voice like she was on broadway and stuff yeah you would i mean you wouldn't know it's kind of like hearing hillary duff sing now like looking back it's like okay you know yeah it's, it's a little carrying tough. a tune carrying a tune yeah, you can carry a tune but it's <laughs> yeah. you know it's getting a lot of help in the studio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's getting it's, wow. it's getting boosted. <laughs> like we your love Hillary. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's and like then, you brought me the first two shots, but let me go ahead and give you the third in the studio. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. Oh, and to man. not only have Christy singing, but then everyone else was in the band. Yeah. Like everyone's like playing instruments. It was yeah. just, 
it really left me laughing. I was like, this is like in a movie that's already so, so crazy and mm-hmm. twists and turns you couldn't believe. Then to like tack a song on the end that we're singing and playing. It was just like, wow, oh, yeah. what won't we do here? <laughs> yeah. It did make me like kind of miss the days of when we would sit in a movie theater and then you just stay because of the possibility that there would be outtakes or secret mm. scenes at the oh, end yes. outtakes were the best when they oh, do it when love the a blooper oh. <laughs> blooper real yeah we need more of that we do yeah why did Except we take like, that away because like we're all just watching movies at home and <laughs> you're not moving anyway oh, and we're not we're sure. barely doing comedies anymore also true. you know but how i would love to see like bloopers from dramas like give me give me the blooper reel from spencer like what was happening <laughs> behind the scenes <laughs> like she's like whoops <laughs> oh, oh, the, the pearl really fell in the soup that time <laughs> when she's going and she's like so crazy down the hallway and she's like <laughs> running into everything and she's like about to like pass out and she's like oh my she god just- you guys i almost tripped yeah like, oh my god the carpet almost tripped me and she's like okay take it back to one take it back to one <laughs> like runs back in the whole way. Oh, that's, that's actually the such a funny that. sketch the blooper reel of like the most dramatic films of the year that's so funny or like, like Titanic. I would love oh to see God. the blooper yeah. for Titanic. Well, I would love right? to see Titanic first, but also then see the blooper reel. How'd you have never it? seen Titanic? You I've were never pro- seen even Steven. Do you think I would have seen Titanic? Right. And you know what? They're same echelon. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. The cultural significance of each paralleled. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know yeah. What? This movie launched the career of our current U.S. vice president. So yeah, so you're right. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> Pretty big. Well, I mean, Huge. it's crazy. This movie had so much going on. I feel like you could take five minute chunks from the beginning to end and just talk about them as like in a whole podcast. But like overall, I feel like that's all I have to say on it, which is no, we've already talked so long. I guess we didn't touch much and we don't have to go into this, but just want to acknowledge like the psychological torture that was happening to this family. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, like the emotional manipulation that was happening to Ren, the way they were gaslighting Donnie into thinking he was going crazy because he like knew the actors or whatever. Like there were some maniacal things happening here that were really dark. Like it's really fucked up. The the ramifications (laughs) will be felt for years. Yeah. Yeah. Family therapies in the cards. I hope. Mm. I, I mean, I wouldn't count on it with this. <laughs> like, You're right. See how this family has operated You're this right. far. You're right. You're right. Maybe that's why this was the end of the Steven, the even Stevens, because then this was the end. They of got the therapy, Stevens. and then they're like, "Oh, this is how we should live our lives." And they're like, "We can't do it like this anymore. <laughs> this is not healthy." Yeah. Anything else you want to say, Gomi? Yeah. There was I one know you part. have a lot of notes. Yeah, please let it. I let's did. It. There was one part that broke my heart. <gasps> what? Um, and it was a very small little blip of a moment, but it was with our old dear friend, uh, Tugnut, Coach Tugnut. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Tug- was, oh, I'm glad you're bringing this up. Thank you. He was so into the bunny <laughs> rabbit ears and on they the changed it on the egg and then they yeah. changed the the broadcast back to the show and he was so heartbroken because he was so invested mm-hmm. and then his student comes he was like coach and then he broke out of it. he was like oh yeah 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 glad that's gone 
Yeah. It was like seeing toxic masculinity, like just happen real time, right in front of our eyes. Yeah. And like Mm. the other way around from like a younger person to an older, I'm like, imagine all the (sighs) people who are just, who have just denied themselves their genuine interest and just anything that to take a phrase from our friend Marie Kondo sparks joy in their lives. Mm. And then, then you just have to shut it down. Damn. So sad. Oh my God. Thank God I ended on the. (laughs) (laughs) We're all like, oh no, what have I denied myself because of of social norms? (laughs) <laughs> stares off into that distance, woman crying that woman was apparently the wife of the president of the disney channel at the time oh my god <laughs> how do you find this trivia i have my ways i have okay. my connections i don't All know right. imdb <laughs> <laughs> trivia like, did you know yeah. and i'm like where yeah. are you finding this god oh. oh i'm glad that you said that yeah that was such a moment Oh, poor Tuggers. Poor Tugnut. Yeah. And I'm glad you brought it up, if not just to get to say Tugnut a few more times before yeah. we get out of here, you know? It just feels important. Uh, <laughs> for those uh, listening at home, I hope you were keeping a tally. Tugnut, Tugnut, Tugnut. <laughs> just a few more for you. Tugnut, yeah, yeah. Tugnut. Also, just my last thought just overall is that I was a little triggered by this movie because it just reminded me, I really don't like being tricked. I do not like to be tricked. And I remember a dear friend of Michael and mine from Chicago was a big trickster. And he would like try and like get me all the time, tried and succeeded. And I Mm. remember one time at the bar crying because I was like, how could I ever trust you? (laughs) Was something like he was just like lying about his age. And I was like, I don't like it. I mean, all of these things are pretty significant. So I'm just saying, if this was me, this was my family, you know? Yeah. I I would not have been doing well. I would would be in deep, deep therapy. That's fair. Yeah. And I think, I guess my closing thought would be, um, Donnie, if you'd like to absolutely rail me, (laughs) I am available. (laughs) You can come tug my nut. Yeah, come right? come tug my nut, well, Johnny. He he last worked in 2020, so you got to give him something to do in 2021. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's well, right. I'll, I'll find us a, a room somewhere, <laughs> <laughs> or an island. Take him to an island. Oh, wow. Take him to Catalonia. <laughs> yeah. Well, this has been an absolute pleasure, a pleasure mm, and a dream. Truly, thank you so much for being here. What a what a film. Thank you. And I'm really glad we got someone on the outside to really look at this, you know, mm-hmm. without the the blinders of nostalgia, you know, so we can actually take an the truth. honest, hard look at what this film is. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It was the truth we needed to hear, much like mm-hmm. the eighth graders speech, you know, yeah. like, sometimes you just need it said you straight. Thank you, Michael. Thank you. <laughs> Love you, Jake. Love you. Thanks, Bye. Michael. Bye.